Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast hosted by hashtagbasketball.com. Hashtagbasketball.com has the best fancy tools really of, of any site that I've seen all for free, advanced scheduling. You can import your Yahoo leagues. There are Mark Roberts's great projections. There's trade analyzers. There's a ton of tools out there. So go to hashtag basketball.com. Go check that out. I am your host, Mike Katrin. And joining me as always is my co-host, Tyler Watts. What's up, Tyler? Oh, Michael, let's save the banter for another day. There's so many games it's... here, and we do not want to keep these people all day. We are here. It is opening day. We have a lot to talk about. Of course, you cannot watch every single game, and that is why you are watching the boxes here with us, me and Tyler. And I want to give a special quick shout-out to one of our Patreon subscribers, we, uh, we uh, a new Patreon subscriber. So we, we had a big flux of Patreons, respect to all the guys who joined up to join our listener league. But I'm going to give a special shout-out to Brian Lear, who uh, pledged just to support the the show. Uh, he'll be getting access to exclusive content on patreon.com slash watching the boxes. If you would like to subscribe and get our quick takes on the evening uh, pickups, different things throughout the season and be able to have access with a back and forth kind of discussion between me and Tyler with our subscribers, uh, join our community over at patreon.com slash watching the boxes. Tyler, how many games tonight did you watch? Like all of them? Um, I did my best. I think I just said it was impossible to watch all of them. That's why we're going to go through these box scores. But like I wanted to watch all of them. I tried to watch all of them. Uh, so it, it's always like it's never that bad when the seven just 7 o'clock games are on, right? Because it's like 4 or 5 and you can kind of flip through and like get a, a little small sense of every game. But then, like, once those 7.30 and 8 o'clock games come in, man, your head is just spinning if you're trying to watch everything. Yeah, you um, can't watch those those middle games while you're watching the ending of the first games, while you're preparing yourself for the, you know, the rest of the night. Like, it's, it's just not going to happen. You're not going to be able to catch everything. Yeah, no doubt. So I, I, I'm personally a guy who likes to try to lock in on, on one game and then kind of just on the commercials or whatever, flip to a different game get a sense of maybe what's happening, follow a little bit on Twitter. Um, but yeah, it, it gets to find the difficult most... in the big slates for sure. Yeah, I tried to find the most interesting game. Uh, I stuck with Minnesota just to see the Jimmy Butler situation. Uh, there was a lot of good games on tonight. So whatever game I think you settled on, you probably got a pretty good game. Once it's a blowout, I kind of switch and try to find the most interesting game to just watch. Um, but it's the beginning. I mean, it's the beginning of the season. Anything can happen. And I think I want to reiterate what we talked about in the last podcast really, really quickly. One, guys, do not panic. Now is not the time to panic. It is night one. It is it is week one. It, the, the season is barely started. There was a lot of guys who had bad starts to the season. And that's fine. They're going to revert to the mean. Mike Connolly had a bad night. Marcus Sol had a bad night last night. Kyrie Irving had a bad night. Don't worry about it. Those guys are going to be fine. Do not overreact. You should not be making any drastic moves in the first two weeks, but you should be exploiting the panic in other people. So uh, do try to buy low on people who do, who these top guys who start slow. Um, and usually it's like those veterans like Mike Conley, Kyrie Irving, who, Irving, who know they're going to get into shape. They're no, they know they're going to play their way into, into form by the, by mid season. Yeah, right, and and I think they know that there's a lot less on the line for them, right? If you're a guy on the bench trying to earn minutes, trying to get a role on the team, you know, maybe you got in because somebody else got a little bump and went to the locker room. Obviously, your your bread's on the line, man. You're gonna go a little bit harder than some of these other guys who know 82 games is a long time. They're gonna play a lot of minutes, and it's why most of the things you'll hear me bring up tonight are about minutes and not really about this guy shot hot, this guy shot cold, because you know, that's it's way too early. One game way too early to even try to read anything into that. But most of the things you'll hear me talk about tonight are minutes and are we worried about this person's minutes? Are we excited about this person getting minutes? Yeah, I think there's um maybe value moves a little bit for a couple players here and there based on their performance. 
uh, one of the things I look for, uh, is, especially during this time of the season, is guys who are on the waiver wire, who have a good game, who look like they could be good, who look like they're going to be contributors, and look like they're going to play minutes, most importantly. And I, you know, we're going to recommend at least a few people to pick up, to just go out there and pick up because you should be hitting the waiver wires really, really hard. This is how people ended up with Donovan Mitchell last year. A lot of people picked them up on night one. Some people picked them up on night two. Um, you could end up with a Donovan Mitchell situation, or you could just end up with an Al Farouk Amino situation. And you take that for whatever, what, however you want to take an <laughs> Al Farouk Amino situation, uh, whatever you wanted that, that to mean. But, Underrated uh, great right. name we in should... the NBA, though. Al Farouk Amino. I love um, him. A solid name. It's a solid name. Uh, Tyler's right, though. We got a lot to talk about, so let's get right into it. Uh, let's start with the most, probably the most interesting game tonight: Bucks Hornets. Why not? Yeah, right. So this uh, went right down to the wire. The Hornets even did a little comeback, yeah. um, and they actually missed the game-winning shot as time expired. Nick Batum missed a three. They totally, totally blew it. Um, things I am picking up from this, uh, just looking at this, like the, my my top thing looking at here. Um, is on the Bucks. I like the fact that they shot 34 three-pointers, but I do not like the fact that Brooke Lopez played only 21 minutes. Yeah, right, and uh, Irsan Ilyasova fouled out in 29 minutes. They were definitely prefer they were definitely prioritizing Irsan Ilyasova over Brooke Lopez. Yeah, and still Brooke Lopez only 20 minutes, still uh, got 14 points. And hit a couple threes, doing Brook Lopez things. Uh, I'm still pretty confident in Brook Lopez's role on this team because, like, he spreads the floor for Giannis. Giannis obviously having a, a monster night, like always. We're not gonna listen if you if you're here to talk about uh, if you're wondering if Giannis is good and you want some advice on whether Giannis is good, he is. Take that's your freebie for the evening. We're not gonna talk about those major players. We're gonna talk about the guys who might. Make Here's a break, the thing your that, league. that's probably worthwhile in saying this game too. They both played pretty small, right? Cody Zeller only played 21 minutes. Hernan Gomez only played 12. So yeah. both teams were kind of running small, right? They were running the Marvin Chinzo, 22 right? minutes. Um, yeah, so that, that's a good point. This is not going to be an every night thing for the Bucks, but this just happened to fit this game, right? And I don't know that Bucks bench is underrated bad, man. Like they don't have. I mean, other than Irsan, like Divincenzo didn't look great. He, he shot okay, but he's not much. They got Tony Snell and John Henson. Like, that's a bad bench. So I think those starters are going to play a ton. Yeah, that is a very, very bad bench. Uh, Malik Monk kind of went off tonight on uh, the Hornets. Could just have been a, a really good shooting night. Uh, Kimball Walker shot 29 uh, shots. That team is uh, under kind of uh, under the radar bad as well, I guess. Because why is Kimball Walker taking 29 freaking shots? Well, Kimball Walker uh, dumped in 41, man. He was just shooting hot. And so yeah, they, were, they, they were feeding him the ball a little bit. Um, yeah, so the thing to watch was Monk 34, Lamb 21. Um, they preferentially, they prioritized Monk over some of these other guys. Especially late in the game, they were kind of doing offense for defensive switches and putting Monk in. Um, they clearly want Monk to shoot the ball. Monk could be a decent, you know, scorer to pick up off the bench. Uh, this yeah. team looks like they need the scoring. And they so, started Lamb, but Monk got the had the better night, the better stats, the more he had more minutes. He even picked up two blocks and a steal. So, you know, I, I think if Monk is on your waiver wire, he's one of those guys where. It's always depending on who you're dropping. So it's it's we cannot tell you, hey, go pick up Monk right now. He's going to be the best guy off the waiver wire. He's going to be a top 75 player. We can't tell you that. Uh, but he's relevant right now, and he could be relevant for quite a while. And so if you got some guys on the end of your bench that are worth uh, disposing of, go ahead and pick them up. It'll take, be interesting. Is, right now is the take, a time to take a flyer. It'll be interesting to see what happens, too, when they play a team with a big center like the Mavericks and DeAndre Jordan or – Whoever, you know, where they play someone like that, um, they're obviously going to have to play Zeller and Hernan Gomez more. Who loses some minutes? Probably Monk loses a few. Um, another thing I'd like to say quickly about the Hornets is Miles Bridges got in the game, played 15 minutes. Um, you'd like to see that for a rookie. You don't want to see him completely out of the rotation, and that gives me a little bit of hope going forward that maybe in the second half of the year he can have some pretty decent value. 
Yeah, I think uh, maybe later in the season he will. Um, people who drafted him now, you're going to have to wait. So if he's sitting at the end of your bench and you're not able to stream because you're waiting on him, and if you don't think anyone's going to pick him up, I, I'm w- I'm willing to make him be on back, put him back on the waivers just so I can st- stream someone who's actually contributing at this point. I don't think that the high the ceiling for any any of those guys, like for Monk or for Bridges, is so high that I cannot send them to the waiver wire. Here's the other thing too. Uh, and we talk about this with the panic thing. If someone panic drops somebody, I would definitely get rid of Bridges or Monk and scoop up oh, yeah. you know, someone who had a real bad night on opening night that's probably a top 50, 60, 70 player, right? Like we're talking those guys don't have a super high ceiling and there's other much better guys. Uh-oh. Well, I got some examples, Tyler, and that is on our next game, the Pacers versus the Grizzlies. Uh, Mike Connolly, three for 11. Marcus Soule, two for 11. Uh, both only played uh, around 30 minutes. It was a blowout. They sat in the second half. Blowouts, it's really, really hard to tell anything uh, significant from a blowout. So I'm really going to kind of almost give this game a bit of a pass. I thought it was interesting that they started Chandler Parsons. Uh, the fact that Jaron Jackson Jr. played 25 minutes is super promising to me. And Kyle Anderson only playing 19 minutes. Uh, not having a, a, a very major role here uh, shoots up a, a, a flag for me. Uh, I'm not willing to part with Kyle Anderson yet because I don't trust Chandler Parsons at all. And this was a blowout. Um, so. so if you were watching this game, which I was for a little while, I'm sorry. Parsons is cooked, man. And unfortunately, like yeah, know, he's got to they're be paying late. him a ton of money, but Bogdan or yeah, Bojan Bogdanovich had like, 10 points in the first quarter attacking Chandler Parsons. Like as soon as Parsons got on him, he just drove it right to the hoop and scored. And I don't know what you know about Bojan Bogdanovic, but he's not a great driver to the rim. And he's he not the just, most elite athlete on the floor. Right. He was just eating Chandler Parsons alive. So I don't think that's going to last long. Uh, Kyle Anderson only getting 19 minutes. I think if this team wants to win games, eventually they're going to have to go to Kyle Anderson over Chandler Parsons. Um, also, say something, also say something, something quick here about this Grizzlies team is we were kind of wondering who was going to be shooting guard. Uh, Garrett Temple got the, the starting role and the majority of the minutes. Marshawn Brooks played as the backup, and Wayne Seldon and Dylan Brooks were both only in there once the game got completely out of hand. So yeah. if you And they all that, look like pretty much trash, I'd say. They're yeah, all trash people. Um, and we've seen Garrett Temple, right? He's not great for fantasy. And Marshawn Brooks might shoot a lot and, and be kind of a volume volume, uh, 16-team volume six-man type scorer kind of guy. Um, not, not anything I really want to dive in on, but people were wondering about that situation. Now we, we got a little bit more clarity after the first game. Yeah, um, the Indiana Pacers, obviously, uh, no one played over 30 minutes in the blowout. Sabonis having a nice line. I think that that line looks over uh, inflated. I don't think Sabonis is going to have that same type of role in a more competitive game. They were uh, on only the f- playing a nine-man rotation, though, which, I mean, that's kind of good strange. for fantasy, right? Because they're all going to get minutes. Uh, they yeah. played Turner and Sabonis for, like, two seconds together, and then Turner, Turner got his second foul, and he came out. Um I wouldn't expect to see that combination a lot, which is going to hurt Sabonis quite a bit. Um, I think you know who's going to play for this Pacers team, which is an advantage. Yeah, Tyreek Evans is going to have a role on this team. He's he's definitely ownable. Uh, Turner with a very soft uh, night, but he only played 20 minutes, and he had four blocks in those 20 minutes. So um, I think a lot of people when they go to their fantasy line, especially like new players or just novices, when they go out and check out their, their roster and they like, well, I spent like a fourth round pick on miles Turner and he only got eight points tonight. Miles Turner, go, go low ball somebody for miles Turner right now. He only played 20 freaking minutes and he had four blocks. Like miles Turner is going to have a good season. It's going to be a slow start. This is a weird game. So I'm going to give a hard pass to talking about this game any longer. Yeah. Let's move on to Miami. the the battle for the battle for Florida, the uh, Orlando Magicians versus um, a a barn burner of of fan bases that really hope their teams don't leave their cities. Um, 
pretty pretty solid game, a three point game. Orlando Magic ended up pulling it out. Aaron Gordon had a had a monster night, but if you remember last year, Aaron Gordon got off to a really really hot start and came back to earth. Um, but I did like that Jonathan Isaac got the start. That's promising. Yeah, only not, eight, not the minutes though. Only eighteen minutes. Got in a little bit of foul trouble here. Yeah. Um, my biggest Jonathan surprise. Isaac's going to be a roller coaster. Like some people like want to tout him as like a top fifty player. He's got the ankle thing. We saw it pop up already this preseason. Owning that guy's going to be a roller coaster. Sure, he's got a lot of potential, especially if he's a real good guy in steals and blocks category. So he has potential to be kind of a top sixty player if he could get a lot of minutes. I just don't know that that's going to happen. Yeah, I, it's going to be such a crapshoot. You, you're going to have to have a lot of patience owning Isaac, and I don't. I don't have that kind of patience, so um, I, I just don't think I'm going to own him in hardly any leagues. He'll be, you know, by the end of the year on totals, he'll be like probably f- fine, but he'll still be in like the in the uh, you know lower 100s at best, and just just because he does all these weird things. Uh, I was actually really surprised that Mo Bamba, uh, President Mo Bamba, got 25 minutes. Well, I think this bench unit, good got, sign. they got cooking a little bit, right? And if you look at the plus minuses, like all the bench guys um, had the high plus minuses. And then obviously Aaron Gordon was out there with them. Uh, they only played a nine-man rotation too, which for fantasy you like to see. Um, I think that kept the stars off the floor a little bit more because they were coming back and having some success. Um, with kind of that second group. But yeah, Bamba had a strong line. The only problem is he was doing it against Bam Adebayo, which, and Kelly Olenek, you know, like guys who are not super strong defenders in the paint. Well, they're not, you know, they're not giant dude. They're not Steven Adams. Right. And so, I mean, it, it's fine. You know, Vucevic still played 28 minutes. Um, I'm not at all scared for Vucevic, and I still don't know that Bamba's going to be fantastic for fantasy I'm, especially in this early going unless they move Vucevic like no I'm not scared for Vucevic we've talked about why we just he's just he's might not have had a very efficient game tonight but he is effective in limited minutes but uh this does this result does make me a little bit much interested in Mo Bamba I might take a flyer on him in some of my bigger leagues uh in a standard league uh I, I'm considering it but I, I think I'm going to give it a, another game unless uh, uh I have some crappy player on the bottom of my bench that I I, I want to get rid of then i might i might take a flyer on obama just see what happens over the next week or two why not yeah right i mean he there's no there's no real risk in that but i don't know that he's gonna light the world on fire like there's a lot there's some higher upside players he's not gonna be down in mitchell unless we have an injury here like he's just not gonna get enough minutes you're right about that uh miami heat uh heavily relying on uh josh richardson as we previously thought uh still a jimmy butler like shadow hanging over his future in miami Anything really stick out here with this? With this, because they they went with a you know a ten man rotation. Wade played twenty six minutes, even though you know he looks a lot older. Tyler Johnson's been moved to the bench. Magruder's playing thirty two minutes. Like this team is the the kind of like the mess of dudes that we thought it would be. <laughs> yeah, and I mean it was weird that they started Derek Jones Jr. and Rodney Magruder, and they played Johnson yeah. and Wade off the bench. To me. That was weird. They clearly prioritized Magruder in this game. Like Derek Jones Jr. only played 17 minutes. Magruder got 32. I just don't think he's good for fantasy. Um, Whiteside had a strong game, and he played 34 minutes. That was probably the most encouraging thing for me in this game. Was Now, obviously, the Magic are going to play a big guy at all times. right? They got Vucevic and Bamba. We just talked about that. Um, So they were playing a big guy the whole time. Whiteside got a ton of minutes, got 18 rebounds, got 12 points. Um, If Whiteside plays 30 minutes... Hassan Lightside was underdrafted, man. Absolutely. I think he was underdrafted even if he doesn't play that kind of minutes. But uh, a lot of people were out on him just because he wasn't getting four blocks a game. It's kind of like the Ibaka effect when Ibaka used to get like three blocks a game and then it was like down to 1.8 and people were like, they're going good anymore. It's like, well, he still does the same stuff. He just gets like one less block, like whatever. You still get the rebounds and, and Ibaka has fallen off the – kind of falling off the cliff every or slowly deteriorated. Well, Whiteside is still going to give you um, pretty good stats. I mean, he's, he's well, basically Rudy Gobert with a worse free throw and uh, a little bit worse rebounds. 
and worst field goal. And, like and, he's he's like sixty to seventy percent Rudy Gobert, which is great if Rudy Gobert goes down. Yeah, and Whiteside is a top five rebounder in the NBA, right? Yeah. Which Serge Ibaka I don't think ever was. Um, no. One last thing I'll say about this game, and then I'm ready to move on, is the Magic point guards did exactly what they thought and basically split the minutes. So. Again, that's not a situation you want to attack. Maybe the only, well, I won't say the only because we'll talk about another team here in a little bit, but one of the very few situations where you don't want the starting point guard, even in a standard league. Yeah, that's just, it's just not going to work out for you or anybody involved in that situation, especially those two guys. Let's move on to Detroit versus Brooklyn, the uh, battle of teams that will miss the barely miss the playoffs in the East. Most promising thing to me, Jared Allen looks legit. Going into preseason, uh, we were on the John's, John Collins bandwagon, and by the end of preseason, we had switched allegiances. At least I have. I switched allegiances. I'm not sure if Tyler completely did to the Jared Allen bandwagon. And it's just one game. Don't overreact. Don't get too excited. But uh, Jared Allen looks pretty good. Yeah, and I, I mentioned it at the preseason. He was blocking everything, and he's still blocking everything. Um, so there was some injury news here, right? Damari Carroll had an ankle surgery. Um, he's yeah. going to be out out for a while. Uh, unfortunately, they started Jared Dudley and Joe Harris. Yeah, Jared this- Dudley, um, who I, I I like as a person, like he seems like a cool dude, over five, but still played thirty six minutes. They're yeah. they're desperate at this point. So Joe Harris, though, if you need a three pointers made streamer at any point, Joe Harris seven three point attempts. He basically stands behind the line and tries to shoot. So if you're looking for three-pointers, if they're going to play this guy 30, 35 minutes, he's going to gain some three-pointers. He only got one tonight, but he shot seven. Yeah. Um, and, and he's historically been a pretty good three-point shooter. Uh, Karis LeVert looked like an animal in this game too, I will say. Yeah, that. he should be on in all leagues. Like, pick him up. Yeah, and, I mean, he's trending to be in, like, a top 75 play. Like, he looked real good. Um, they just ran a lot through him, and he did a lot more than D'Angelo Russell in this game. Uh, and then Spencer Dinwiddie got 32 minutes. Yeah, Spencer Dinwiddie did more than D'Angelo Russell did in this so game. Are you that's picking a little up, suspicious. Are you picking up Dinwiddie? He got 32 minutes. Russell only got 25. We saw Dinwiddie be real good when Russell was hurt last year. Um, In a standard league... Let's say, okay. Well, I'm picking we'll make- up Karis LeVert before I'm picking up Spencer Dinwiddie. Well, obviously, but I think Karis LeVert was pretty much drafted in every standard league. So Ooh, Not in all of them. Well, maybe in your six-team league you play in, Mike. Let me go, let me go, check, let me go check that out. But uh, I, if I'm, if guy, I'm looking for – He had a I'm bad game a- tonight. I'll give you one. Jeremy Lin or Spencer Dinwiddie? Who do you want? Mm, probably Dinwiddie. See, I, I mean, I think it's close to me. I just don't think Dinwiddie's going to get these minutes. I think they're going to give Russell 30 minutes a game, and the five minutes are going to come off Dinwiddie's total. So sure. he's going to play 26, 27, 28 minutes. Sure, that's fine. I, I kind of fully expect to drop Dinwiddie, but if I'm in the need of point guard stats this week, maybe next week, and there he is playing decent minutes, getting good stats – that's a good pickup for me. I, I don't think it's going to win me the league, but it might win me a week. Yeah, and that's fine if, if that's you know if that's what you want to do. Um, Karis right now, Levert, I, by the way, quick update: Karis Levert owning sixty-seven percent of Yahoo leagues. So, ooh, Yahoo available. Man. That's that's bad. That's bad. In my every league I drafted, and not not to down oh, the Tyler league, playing here. in those elite leagues. But I, I, I mean, every league he was in, he was drafted in the top 100 because if he wasn't, I would have picked him in the top 100. Well, because Tyler was there. That's exactly why. Um, and I only own him in one league. So um, other people were doing it too, I guess is my point. So we'll talk about the Pistons now, right? I don't, yeah. I don't have anything else to say about the Nets. Uh, they started Luke Kennard and rookie out of Miami, uh, Mr. Brown, and they both got 19 minutes. And, it's kind of weird. Kind of a weird. Like, why are you why are you starting Bruce Brown? Like, yeah, what was and, the point of that? And they prioritized Ishmith and Langston Galloway for the minutes, which didn't make any sense. Like, yeah. why start these two guys and then play them nineteen minutes? Uh, Dwayne Casey maybe drinking the Stan Van Gundy juice, doing some strange things. Um, so good thing to see Reggie Jackson got thirty five minutes. That never happened under Stan Van Gundy. Bad thing to see Reggie Jackson took twenty shots. So. Take well, those shots, Reggie. 
And, you know, Stanley Johnson and Reggie Bullock were out. I mean, I think that's definitely worth mentioning. Um, so here's the one. Ish Smith got 29 minutes. Would you rather have Smith or Dinwiddie? Mm. Dinwiddie. Yeah, by far for me. I mean, Bullock's only out with an illness. So he ought to yeah. be back relatively soon. Smith's situation is not going to get – it's only going to get worse while Dinwiddie's could stay the same for a little bit. Yeah, so, I mean, there's not a ton to say about this Detroit team either. I don't think, like, a lot of these guys, even if they get the minutes, they're not great for fantasy. I'm not um, really interested in anybody on this team other than the, you know, the top three. Blake Griffin had a really good game. Uh, it's only a matter of time before his knees disintegrate. So, you know, sell high on him. Uh, right now, actually, is when I would sell high on him. He's he's going to uh, be rough. He did make a three, though. I respect that. Drummond made a three, just throwing it out there. Andre Drummond. Uh consistently improving his game all the time. Three for four from free throw, so shooting 75%. Uh, owners are going to be really happy about that. He was 10 for 21. Um, I don't know. I just like what a very good game from Andre Drummond. Don't get yeah. too excited. It's one game. And no surprise, right? I mean, we see Drummond do this stuff all the time. Um, yeah, he's Andre Drummond. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be worried. No, I wouldn't either. Let's go to Cleveland. Um, well, actually, this game, I think, was in Toronto. It was. But uh, the Cleveland uh, LeBronless Cavaliers did exactly what we thought they would do, run everything through K-Love, uh, who had a bad shooting night and looked uh, fairly overall mediocre. There's going to be a lot more of these, man. They're... Oh, yeah. Like, Toronto's selling out to stop Kevin Love, man. Like, what else are you scared of on this team? Yeah, all you have to do is just throw bodies at Kevin Love. The one thing that was super promising, Seti Osman, 33 minutes, looks really good. Ten rebounds, two steals, hit some threes. Seti Osman should be owned in all leagues. Not yeah, sure and, so, and so should George Hill. I mean, George Hill got seven assists. George Hill, yeah. they, we talked about this the whole time. They need someone to handle the ball. The team got 17 assists. George Hill got seven. I don't expect that. was that. most of them. I don't expect that trend to change very much. Like they need a ball handler. They don't have anyone else who's going to distribute the ball. You can say Colin Sexton is a point guard all you want, man. He is a microwave scorer. He is your Jamal Crawford. That's Seti that's Osmond. Seti Osmond. Owned in thirty six percent of Yahoo leagues. Yeah, and, and we talked about that. That I mean, I I think I said it that in one of my bold predictions. He was probably he was a top seventy five player. He was our favorite uh, last pick. You know, he was your favorite last pick. I think I was liking Jeremy Lin. Uh, Should have went with your last pick. I, I think I did in a few leagues. Seti Osman uh, oh, should be owned in all leagues. George Hill owned in 12% of Yahoo leagues. So that's the guy I'd pick up. You're going to say Dinwiddie or him? I'd take George Hill 10 out of 10. I think George Hill's yeah, going to get I'm taking bigger. George Hill over. I'm taking Seti Osman and Levert over those guys, but I'm taking George Hill over the those backup point guards over there. Yeah, um, definitely. Checking out the Raptors. Everybody looked pretty solid. Jones Ventulis, only, uh, only 20 minutes. Just throwing out there. Uh, Danny Green, who I th- I think we uh, talked about as one of those guys in the trade who's being overlooked, played 33 minutes, had a nice kind of all-around game with your two blocks and your two steals. That is what he's known for, hitting block steals and threes. Uh, are you taking a flyer on Danny Green if you uh, – or, or – or, making him a priority when you when you're looking to stream oh he's always especially if i need steals and blocks i mean i find myself streaming danny green even the last couple years with the spurs when he wasn't great i find myself streaming danny green a lot because he he usually averages over a three a steal and a block a game and even if he shoots terribly he doesn't shoot enough volume to really hurt you right he's shooting six seven eight shots that's not really hurting me so I mean, it's definitely a category-specific streamer, but, yeah, I mean, I'll I'll definitely stream some Danny Green this season. So will I, and everybody should. In fact, you know, I'd be okay with people stashing him on a bench just to get those stats if you you need him, if you're desperate. Let's move on to uh, the Big Easy. New York playing the worthless Atlanta Hawks. Very promising. Uh, this start. was an ugly game, man. This was an ugly, ugly game. Oh, yeah. Very very promising start for Tarion Prince. <laughs> the, the Knicks got a 49-point quarter, man. Oh, my God. That, uh, <laughs> that sealed the deal there. Uh, still good to see, though, even though the Atlanta was getting blown out, that the uh, the Hawks left us most of their starters in and let them play. Um, so that's actually really – that's a really good news, I think. Uh, Trey Young did Trey Young stuff like – I don't know what there's, there is to take too much 
out of this game other than Vince Carter played 24 minutes uh, on the Atlanta Hawks. Like, I don't know what to take out of uh, so, the Atlanta Hawks here. I, I got a couple things I'll say about it. Um, sure. Obviously, they were without Collins and Deadman, who were their two starters last year. And Alex Len only got 21 minutes and Vince Carter only got 24. So um, when either one of those two come back, I don't think Len I – mean, Len's going to do the Phoenix thing, man. He's not going to play. He's just not going to play very much. And so if you were picking him up, man, he's a guy I'd drop. I'd take George Hill over him right the second. Like, go out there, find George Hill on your waiver wire. I guarantee you he's probably available. Drop Alex Len, pick up George Hill, man. You're going to get some full season value from George Hill, at least until the Cavaliers give up on the season. Alex Len, man, you got the value till one of those two comes back. When Deadman or Collins comes back, Alex Len losing a ton of value. He's gone. Yeah, so stream him at best until someone's back. Uh, the Knicks, Kevin Knox, 24 minutes off the bench, did not look very good. Uh, I think uh, once you heard that he was not going to be starting, put a big red flag up there. Then everybody got excited about old Frankie Nicotine, who's also just – he's not a good fancy player. He is he, a good steel streamer, though. Yes, he needs steals. Yes. Like he got what, like one point four steals, one point three steals last year in, in very super limited, limited minutes. minutes. Yeah. So if he's playing thirty or thirty two, he's going to be real good in steals. Like he's going to be a Tony Allen type steals guy, maybe. Like he could be pushing pretty close to two. Yeah, in certain builds, uh, in certain and in head to head leagues, that is uh, an asset, uh, but just not ownable in roto leagues. Just not. if you if you picked up Mario Hazonia, if you drafted him. I'm probably cutting him, and he only got 19 minutes in a blowout, playing off the bench. Yeah, he's on my short list. I, I might hold on to him a few more games just to see what happens, but he's on my short list. Um, and, and obviously he you shot – own Tim Hardaway over Mario Hazonia. Yeah, and, and so, I mean, like we, you know, some of those other guys, I'm prioritizing those guys over Hazonia. I just don't think Hazonia's going to get the minutes. Don't pick up Alonzo Terrier either, man. The rookie shot really hot. Only got nine shots, though. Played six, yeah. 26 minutes a little bit because it was a blowout. Scored 15 points. Uh, I'm not jumping on that bandwagon. No, don't get excited unless you're in a super deep league about that. Let's go to Houston, uh, where the New Orleans Pelicans uh, slapped the shit out of the Houston Rockets. Nico Miritich, the, the greatest uh, bearded player on the court this evening, uh, even without a beard, 30 points. Uh, just res- I, I'm poor. I'm just respecting Nico Miritich. That's why I mentioned that. Uh, Alfred Payton's used- first triple double the season. Yeah. Nobody. Uh, I, I think it's super promising that they're, they're using Alfred Payton in that Rondo role and that he's at least a Rondo light with uh, the ability to maybe shoot a little bit better than Rondo. That's kind of interesting. They played him 37 minutes. I'd pro- I mean, if he's not owned. I wouldn't mind owning him at this point. Yeah, um, I, I definitely think he's ownable for sure. Yeah, um, I, I think he's going to be good. He's here's what he's adapted his game to. He doesn't shoot threes, which obviously is a negative for a point guard, right? Like every point guard's making a good amount of threes now, pretty much. But oh, yeah. he's adapted his game to be a pretty good field goal shooter. Like he just doesn't take shots he can't make, and he's going to get you assists. He's always been a pretty good rebounding point guard. I think that. You know, Alfred Payton's probably a top 75 player, maybe top 80 at the end of the season. Like, I think Payton's definitely worth owning. Yeah, he should be. Here's the other thing we'll say. They really only played eight guys until it was a blowout. And Julius Randle probably was in line for a few more minutes, and some of these other guys maybe a few less, but he had to go to the locker room twice to get his foot, ankle. I'm not exactly sure what. He had something retaped twice. Um, He probably would have got a couple more minutes there. Um, yeah, but I think it goes to show you that this is going to work. The whole uh, Nico Davis, Julius Randle trifecta, like that is going to work in or uh, in uh, New Orleans simply because they just don't have anything else to do. There's no other good players on this team who need minutes or will get minutes. So uh, if you draft all those guys, feel safe. That's that's how I'm feeling about that team. Uh, the Rockets, I'm not worried about anything going on here. They're the Rockets. I think we know uh, everything about them. Any any. Um, Interest in PJ Tucker? No, I mean, I mean PJ Tucker's fine. He's going to be a steals and rebounds and three pointers guy. Like he's he scored nineteen points. Don't count on it. He's going to score like ten a game if he's lucky. Yeah. Um. um let's. Carmelo Anthony sucks. Yeah, and I these mean, guys. We all knew Like he sucks. They played kind of an eight man rotation too. So I mean, that's that's kind of worth noting that some of these guys, their starters are going to get a lot of minutes. I think 
they're going to play Eric Gordon a good amount, and they're going to play Anthony some, and they're going to play Michael Carter-Williams some. But other than that, um, they're pretty set at, at playing eight guys. Yeah, you guys drop drop Carmel Anthony. Just do it. He sucks. Well, what's he, he giving you at this point? Like, he yeah, what is give he doing? Some... What is he doing that Eric Gordon is not? An extra. Well, he's going to he's going to give you some three pointers. Like, he got four rebounds tonight, and I don't know that he's going to get like what like five six in twenty five minutes a game. Drop like Carmelo. He's the trash person. Just drop him. He's done. He's washed. Just get rid of him. Yeah, give me a George Hill, man. All right, this is the game that I actually. Uh, Sat down and watched a good chunk of it. I'm talking about the Spurs versus the Timberwolves. I wanted to see how the Timber Bulls handled the Jimmy Butler situation, and they handled it. They they almost had this game. They let it go right at the end. Uh, Tibbs did his thing by playing uh, everybody lots of minutes. Car Anthony Towns fouled out. Taj Gibson almost fouled out. Um, so there should be a lot of panicky. Anthony Towns fans well, out there who are like, what, what happened? He scored eight points. And they, they put this point of emphasis in about the, the hand checking and not knocking the guy off the spot. And yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not an official. And like, you know, kind of like grabbing dudes around screens or near screens, stuff like that. Yeah. So we've, I think tonight we saw more, I think fouls are up. I mean, I don't have the stats offhand, but I would say fouls are definitely up. And it's going to take some adjustment, especially for some of these big guys who are used to getting a little handsy. Yeah. And um, Carlton Towns happens to be one of those guys. There's nothing to worry about here. I'm not worried about it, but I am going to lowball somebody um, for Carlton Towns here in a little bit. So yeah, if, you're in the, if you're in the listener league, uh, watch out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think we know exactly what this – I mean, Minnesota, to me, there's nothing to say. Like, the five starters are going to play a ton of minutes. They didn't play a super ton tonight, but they're going to. And there's not much else to say, right? Like, if you, you want to own one of them, cool. If you don't, cool. Yeah, I'm also kind of thinking, like, there's not a ton to say about the Spurs. Uh, Brian Forbes got the start. Brian Forbes. There's no Brian, man. You made that up. What is this dumb name, then? Bryn. Bryn, he does. Bryn there's no Forbes? A. There's it's Brian minus the A. Yeah, that's a terrible name. Uh, Bryn so, Forbes. I have a question for you. Not even a real person got thirty minutes. Since you watched this game, why did Podol only play eight minutes? Did he get hurt, or they just started him and then were like, "You're never playing again"? Or um, I did not actually see. It happened too early, so I, I caught I, I caught this game about somewhere in the second quarter. And I, I honestly didn't see what happened to Podol. So like, this is the thing that box scores can't tell you: what actually happened. So that's why you got to supplement your um, watching the boxes with actually understanding the game, uh, trying to watch the game, which I should have probably watched the entire game instead of just the beginning, and getting out there on Twitter and figuring out uh, what happened. So it doesn't doesn't look. I don't see anything about an injury out there. Well, I, I think Pop just did his his popness. And played him eight minutes. That's that's what I'm seeing. He played eight minutes, and he was he had three fouls in eight yeah. minutes. So I mean, he got so he fouled like he he got in foul trouble. And here's what I did notice: Paul Gasol was playing well. Like even though he was doing just old man Paul Gasol stuff, he was playing well for old man Paul Gasol. I, I mean, and he's not much of a fantasy option. But say what you want, but I think even last year I thought he looked good in a lot of games. Like he Paul Gasol's a great streamer. You know what I mean? And he. He's not good on. He's not great on defense anymore. I mean, he's what 36, 37 years old. Like, but he with the ball can do some really good things still. And uh, so, all right. So here's the question though: They started Forbes. Him and Patty Mills both played 30 minutes. Do you want to own either one of these guys? I mean, if that if Derek White misses eight weeks and Dejounte Murray is out for the season, you got two months of a starting point guard here. No, I'm not even even if they're both playing like 30 minutes a game, I'm not interested in either one of them. Yeah, and I'm I'm with you there. I just like think Brent seen... got two steals tonight. Like that's semi interesting. So like maybe keep an eye on that. Maybe he's a good steals guy, but nothing points to that. Right. And I mean we've seen the Patty Mills movie how many times? Even when he yeah, gets they... big minutes, like he's just not great for fantasy. No, that guy's not good. Uh let's talk about couple games that are in action right now uh sacramento utah almost over 
anything stands out with your old your old team, Sacramento, and the hottest team in the league that everybody's got penciled into the Western Conference Finals, the Utah Jazz, uh, barely barely keeping the lead on the on these Kings. Uh, yeah. So, um, well, let's, let's just say for the Jazz first, um, they played Axum and Burks more than Rubio tonight. You know, well, Rubio played more than Burks, but they've kind of split the minutes there between those three guys at the relative point guard position, maybe just guard position, whatever you want to call it. Um, I don't know. I don't think that's going to be something we're going to see a whole time, but it, I mean, it's a possibility. Um, you don't got it. You don't yeah, love it. Yeah, that doesn't bother me. It's something to on, I guess, but... Well, and this is another situation where they had those... About. They had those three bench guys in, and they got a big run. I mean, if you and this is one thing I like to do when bench guys get a lot of minutes, I like to look at the plus minus. When they all have really high plus minuses, that probably means that they were struggling a little bit, and they put some of these bench players in, and they kind of got jump started, and then the coach left them out there a little bit longer. Um, I'm assuming that's what happened because if you look at most of the starters have negatives in the plus minus, and most of the bench guys have positives. Yeah, that is a good uh, rule of thumb and a, a quick and dirty way to understand what actually happened in these games. Um, you were watching the Dallas Phoenix game. Anything to take out oh, of that one? Oh, come on, we didn't we didn't talk about the Kings. Now, come on, I want to say some, Wait, some stuff. What what is there to do? What hold on? What, why are we talking about the Kings? I want to say one thing. Does about anyone the own anybody on the Kings? Is 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 anyone allowed to be owned on the Kings? That, that's exactly my point, though. They started Yogi Ferrell and Nemanja Bjelica. Over oh Bagley and Giles and you know some of these young guys. Here's what I'll say, man. Harry or Willie Cauley Stein. Willie Cauley Stein and De'Aaron Fox are fine to own. They're not great, but they're going to be fine. Buddy Heald also fine to own. Scored 20 points tonight. Started, which was good to see. I'm a little worried about Buddy when Bogdanovich comes back, just because sometimes they cannibalize each other. If you own Marvin Bagley, man, I think I'd drop him now. I don't think he's got that I, much upside. He's he's a Zach Randolph. He's a points and rebounds guy. He's never going to get you steals and blocks. And he played 12 minutes, and the game's basically over. Well, that's what I was going to actually say about, uh, like, is Dantas Sabonis back on the Pacers? Is he the next Zach Randolph? Because, like, points, rebounds, what else is he doing? Like, Mar- I, I I wish Marvin Bagley was doing that kind of crap, but he's he's not going to get the chance. Like if you want to if you want to take a, a a bet, uh, kind of a I, I think Harry Giles finishes higher than Marvin Bagley. Oh, I, I would I would back that one hundred percent because Giles is going to block shots and steal, and Bagley's not. Bagley's going to be a negative in two categories right there, and he's not going to shoot many threes. So he's a negative in three categories already. I, I wouldn't touch. Well, this that is guy great either. news for Willie Cauley Stein, who finally has a like a starting role and a confident starting role. And like, here's the maybe, thing, though. Maybe, but I don't trust this lineup to, to right. go into that's, tomorrow. That's what I mean. Like Jaeger loves to mess with those lineups. So, man, I don't know. It, it's difficult to say anything for certain about the Kings, other than I mean, it, I would own Fox, Cauley Stein, and Heald, but I'm still looking them as like in the back half of my, my league, right? Like 80 and beyond because he could just limit their minutes any night for no reason and just be Dave Yeager, man. And just, it bothers me. Yeah, it's probably going to happen. Bielicha is another guy who a lot of people had a little bit of an eye on last year, very promising. And on the Kings, he actually might play and be somewhat relevant even in standard leagues for at least uh, streaming purposes, having a good night. So keep an eye on Bielicha. Um, Willie Cauley Stein, Deer Fox, why not? Buddy Healed, why not? Like, th- they're fine. All right, Dallas Phoenix, you were watching this game. How's Doncic doing? Looking pretty good, looking sexy. Um, so early in the game, they were running the whole, they're pretty much their whole offense through Doncic. He got in foul trouble a little bit in the first half, but they're running pick and roll every play with Doncic and DeAndre Jordan to start this game. <laughs> That is incredibly promising. I like, I like here, the sound of that. And I, I think I've been saying this a lot of the preseason, but another guy that was underrated was DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan's going to get fed down low. He's going to shoot a super high field goal percentage again this year. He's going to get a ton of rebounds because of the Mavs' knee rebounding. 
And I, I think that they want him to play in the paint, so he's going to block some shots. Um, I think that what was about kind the of the, uh, dude. They fed sorry, Aiton. Good. They fed Aiton like crazy early on. Now maybe that but, was just a, a one Booker's game. Thing. Out, right? No, Booker's Booker played tonight. Um, he came back in. Yeah, Booker played. They so started... he, he he left the game and came back. Oh, he left the game tonight. That's what I someone told me. That's why I, I think maybe I mis misinterpreted that something on Twitter. But that's what I thought he had. He went back to the locker room and came back out. Oh yeah, I think he's back playing right now. All right, maybe I was wrong about that. Um, here's the thing though: they started Isaiah Cannon at point guard. He got a lot of assists, but I wouldn't count on that continuing to happen. Um, he's another one where the point guard's not that valuable. Uh, Trevor Reza looked good. They actually let him handle the ball some and run some pick and rolls with DeAndre Ayton, which was uh, interesting to see. Hmm, that is that is interesting. Um, I think that Trevor Reza was another guy who was maybe underrated this year. That you know we've seen him be pretty darn good in the past. Well, that was one of those things where no one could really tell me why a top fifty guy was suddenly going to be not standard league relevant. And I kept being like, "There's Trevor Reza." Yeah, and a lot that of it was money all... not to play. We said that you think he played. They got he got paid not to play. Like it's a weird thing to happen. Well, and you know it was worried about the Warren and Jackson and Bridges. Well, Bridges didn't even get into the game. Jackson and Warren both played twenty four minutes, and Ariza's got thirty. And, and you know we saw seven minutes to go here in this game. Um, I, I think Ariza's going to be good. Yeah, I think Ariza, I'd pick if, him if up. he's available, I'd pick him up. I would. I'd I pick think... him up. And you you know what you're going to get, right? Like you've seen this in the past. So you, like it's not like it's a, a surprise on what he's going to be. Yeah, you know, actually, um, he can actually perform night in and night out. Like he's done before, he's done all the time. Uh, let's talk about last game of the night. Clippers, Nuggets. Um, not a whole lot to say here, I think. Um, I am interested in the Clippers rotation. Your boy Gildas Alexander is uh, playing decent minutes, looking pretty good doing it as well. Um, Pat Bev 0 for 6, so that could be why Gildas Alexander is playing a little bit extra. This game is not over yet, but uh, you know I, that's a pretty good, um, pretty good call, Alexander and uh, the Boban in 11 minutes. Had ten points and six rebounds, so you know, a, a fantastic streamer. <laughs> love Boban. Oh, Michael! My I love goodness. watching Boban. Like he's just great. Uh, he, it's good that he played tonight. I guess that's what I'll say. Um, yeah, I don't think there's a ton to say about this. I think game. he's gonna play. I think he's gonna have like a, you know like a fifteen minute rotation here. Really? I mean, I think I, do. I think they play Gortat and they play Montrezl Harrell. On most nights, and I, I think, and here's the other thing that's worth saying, and we see this sometimes in, in the first game is some coaches just run a guy out for like ten minutes, six minutes, eight minutes, and then like they're out of the rotation in game two. So anybody who who played less than like twelve minutes or well, I'm I would not be, picking up Boban, but I love. I'm just, I'm just saying I'd be worried about those type of guys, and especially with centers like Boban. You have to be conscious of matchup play, right? So the the Nuggets are a team who's going to play big, right? They have Jokic. They have uh, Mason Plumlee. They're going to always pretty much be running out a big center. And so some coaches just like to use a guy like Boban for defense. And then, you know, when they play a team who goes smaller in that second unit, maybe Boban doesn't play. Yeah. He'll just get ran right around. So it is going to be very situational there. Uh, Lou Williams coming off the bench, 19 minutes, 11 points. Wasn't high on Lou Williams going into the season. Still not high on him now, but uh, we'll see how he is used going forward. And the more injuries this team has, the better his. I think he was being overdrafted, but I mean, you got to say he's so he's was in that what 60 to 80 range for how many seasons in a row? Like, I feel pretty good about him falling in that range, like being a top 80 player. I just think picking him at 50 was just dumb. I mean, yeah, sure, he had the best season of his career last year. Cool. But it just didn't seem like that was sustainable, especially at his age. We've seen what he is. Yeah, it certainly so, wasn't sustainable. 
I think that's it. That's um, all the yeah. games for tonight. I mean, that's opening night. We still got a handful of teams I that haven't played. I'll, I'll say one thing about Gilgis Alexander, and this sure. is one thing I thought was going to make him valuable. He got a steal and a block. And he's got real long arms, and he's going to steal the ball and block shots. So for a guard, that's going to you know instantly give him some value. And I, I'm not saying in 25 minutes a game he's worth owning in a standard league, but the second he starts getting a few more minutes, you're going to want him. Yeah, and I think they're really going to have maybe not no choice, but they're going to want to get him some tick, get him out there, get him running. Um, I don't know why they wouldn't. So, Shigellis Alexander, a really good flyer, especially if you're in a larger league or a keeper league, uh, should be owned in those for sure. Uh, Opening night, Tyler. Really freaking excited. Tomorrow, we finally get to see the premiere of basically one of the most exciting teams in basketball. A lot of people don't know if they're going to even make the playoffs. Got them penciled in for the playoffs. I'm talking about the Chicago Bulls. They're playing... 76ers on TNT. It is not a home game, so the TNT streak stays alive for another year. We're well, and 2013, we, baby. And we see the last four teams we haven't seen yet, right? The Bulls, the Wizards, the Lakers, the Blazers. Yeah, there's also some other team called the Lakers that people are probably going to watch as well. Um, and so it'll be it'll be cool to just have everybody have a game in at that point, right? Um, and I'll already say, right, the Wizards are playing the Heat. On the second of a back-to-back, um, already not trusting that Wizards game at this point. He didn't look great tonight. They're probably going to sit Wade tomorrow, meaning if Wayne Ellington can't play, they're going to go even deeper into that bench. We just talked about them starting two guys who we don't have a ton of faith in, so I think the Wizards are probably going to win that game, and not only that, but they might win in a blowout fashion, and I'm already kind of not trusting that box score a little bit. Neither am I. Uh, it's going to be another exciting round of games tomorrow. Everybody, don't panic. Remember, this is the first week. Do not overreact. Exploit everybody who is. Uh, we will catch you next time. If you want to support the show, please rate, review us, or subscribe to patreon.com slash watching the boxes. If you got feedback for the show or if there's stuff you want to hear, uh, you can check us out on Twitter. Hit us up. I'm at watch the boxes. Tyler is at Tyler. P Watts W A T T S and we will see you next time. Thanks everybody.